You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Morning Breath Podcast and Radio Show. We are a drive time devotion. Sure to jumpstart your day. We read a chapter of the Bible, spend some time in the Word, then we come down to the studio here at the Merritt Island campus of East Coast Christian Center, read the chapter on the air, and then talk about it. What we do is really our hope, and what we would love to see is you reading your Bible. You, you know, instead of just having a meal prepared for you, you eat a meal you've prepared from getting into the Word, and then you tune in and listen and hear some of maybe what you saw, maybe some new things that you didn't see, and just have it more cemented into your heart. But if you didn't get a chance to read it, we are going to read it for you, and you'll get to hear. Uh, I have a dear friend with us today, a worship leader at our Vieira campus. Shanna, would you share uh, with them how to get involved? Absolutely. Hi, guys. So if you want to get connected and uh, get caught up on what you missed, you can go to our East Coast app or ECCC.us for more information, for more events, past sermons, and more Morning Breath episodes. You can also um, find East Coast Christian Center on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Spotify. Or you can also call our office at 321-452-1060, and we will email you and mail you with more information about East Coast. And you can also check out our events page for all events happening at East Coast. Absolutely. You know, one of these days, there's going to be so many things. You're going to create East Coast Christian on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, blah, 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 blah. There's going to be like 97 of them. Where's our TikTok at? Oh, I don't know. TikTok's weird. It's a weird place. Yeah, I went there once. Seriously, only went there once. And I decided I'm not going back there anymore. <laughs> yeah, it was a it, it just was a little dangerous. Anyway, moving right along, it was. I yeah, just I was yeah. like, ah, I'm turning this <laughs> off. But anyway, somebody sent me something, then I watched it. But then mm-hmm. it just keeps. It sends you stuff. It goes again and again and again. And if you yep. sit there, it's like two hours later. Boom. I was locked there. Seven deer walked by me. I never even knew they were there. I was in my tree stand. <laughs> so I'm never. I'm never. I've never looked at TikTok I don't blame since. You. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's uh, something good for obsessive people like myself. So anyway, <laughs> moving right along, we are going to read a chapter of the Bible, chapter four of the book of Mark. And I'm going to read the New King James Version, and you're going to read the NLT, NLT, which mm-hmm. stands for New Living Translation. I love the NLT. It's a great reading Bible, and uh, would encourage you to read that. The Message is a great reading Bible. There's a lot of great reading Bibles out there, and there are great study Bibles, too. So anyway, I'm going to read through verse, we decided, 20, and you're going to take us from 21 to 41. Sounds good. That sounds good to me, too. Yes. Get me started. All right. I say unto you, sir. Oh, read, sir. <laughs> sir, read, sir, sir. Sir, read, sir. <laughs> sir, sir, if you would read, sir. Sir, thank you, sir. <laughs> okay. And again, he began to teach by the sea, and a great multitude was gathered to him, so that he got into a boat and sat in it on the sea. And the whole multitude was on the land facing the sea. Then he taught them many things by parables and said to them in his teaching, Listen, behold, a sower went out to sow, and it happened as he sowed that some seed fell by the wayside, and the birds of the air came and devoured it. 
Some fell on stony ground where it did not have much earth, and immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of earth. And when the sun was up, it was scorched, and because it had no root, it withered away. And some seed fell among the thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no crop. But other seed fell on good ground and yielded a crop that sprang up, increased, and produced some thirtyfold, some sixty, and some a hundred. And he said to them, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. But when he was alone, those around him with the twelve asked him about the parable. And he said to them, To you it has been given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God, but to those who are outside all things come in parables, so that seeing they may see and not perceive, and hearing they may hear and not understand, lest they should turn and their sins be forgiven them. And he said to them, Do you not understand this parable? How then will you understand all parables? The sower sows the word, and those are the ones by the wayside where the word is sown. When they hear, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in their hearts. Likewise are the ones sown on stony ground, who, when they hear the word, immediately receive it with gladness, and they have no root in themselves, and so endure only for a time. Afterward, when tribulation or persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they stumble. Now these are the ones sown among the thorns. They are the ones who hear the word, and the cares of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches, and the desire for other things entering in choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. But these are the ones sown on good ground. Those who hear the word, accept it, and bear fruit, some thirtyfold, some sixty, and some a hundred. Then Jesus asked them, Would anyone light a lamp and then put it under a basket or under a bed? Of course not. A lamp is placed on a stand where its light will shine. For everything that is hidden will eventually be brought into the open, and every secret will be brought to the light. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. Then he added, Pay close attention to what you hear. The closer you listen, the more you understand, and you will receive even more. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given. But for those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. Jesus also said, The kingdom of God is like a farmer who scatters, scatters seeds on the ground. Night and day, while he is sleeping or awake, the seed sprouts and grows, but does not understand how it happens. The earth produces the crops on its own. First a leaf blade pushes through. Then the heads of the wheat are formed, and finally the grain ripens. And as soon as the grain is ready, the farmer comes and harvests it with a sickle, for the harvest time has come. Jesus said, How can I describe the kingdom of God? What story should I use to illustrate it? It is like a mustard seed planted in the ground. It is the smallest of all seeds, but it becomes the largest of all garden plants. It grows long branches, and birds can make nests in its shade. Jesus used many similar stories and illustrations to teach the people as much as they could understand. In fact, in the public ministry, he never taught without using parables. But afterward, when he was alone with his disciples, he explained everything to them. As evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, Let's cross the other side of the lake. 
So they took Jesus in the boat and started out, leaving the crowds behind, although other boats followed. But soon a fierce storm came up. High waves were breaking into the boat and it became it began to fill with water. Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat and his head on a cushion. The disciples woke him up shouting, Teacher, don't you care that we're all going to drown? When Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, Silence, be still. Suddenly the wind stopped and there was a great calm. Then he asked them, Why are you afraid? Do you have no faith? The disciples were absolutely terrified. Who is this man? They asked each other. Even the wind and waves obey him. Amen. Uh, oh, Amen. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was so busy okay. listening you to were, what you said. You're like so deep. In I, I was in. The, I was in the in boat. The word. I was oh, in the boat with them. Yeah. I'm thinking. I got water up to my ankles right now. Somebody help us. Yeah. It's always amazing to me to see that Jesus was sleeping on a pillow. Now, in the stern of the boat is interesting. Uh, when, if you know anything about boats, that is the place of least movement. If you're in the bow, the front of the boat, it it rises and falls on the waves a lot more where the stern stays a lot more level. And I just think it's interesting he was back there asleep. I want to say something about parables. This is when where parables are introduced in the Bible. And uh, he starts talking, and in fact, uh, as you read, Shanna, it, he said he began to talk to people, he, but without a parable, he did not speak to them. And so what's a parable? And I, I, I just thought about parables and analyzed them for a little bit, and I, I got three things I think a parable is. Number one, it's a picture to get our attention. It's a story that relates to something in our time that we can go, oh, what's he talking about? And you got my attention so well about the boat, I forgot to say amen. <laughs> but then this parable not only is a picture to get our attention, it then becomes a mirror to where we can see ourselves in it, which, again, I got lost in that one and I was gone but it doesn't end there. It is one, a picture to get our attention, a mirror to see ourselves, but then it's a window to see God. Wow. And so I, I thought about parables that way. Another reason Jesus spoke in parables is Jesus wanted to get truth out, but a lot of people rejected the truth he was sharing. Yeah. But because he shared it in a parable— they were not, how can I say this? They were not fully rejecting him because they fully didn't understand what he was saying. Mm -hmm. Meaning he, he, they get another chance to hear again. And so it's just amazing to me that even a parable, a story that Jesus told could be done in such a way that it was, it was just full of grace. Yeah. It was a way for them to see themselves, to you know, to to see, you know, the, the, the a story to catch their attention, to see themselves and to see God. But it was also mysterious enough to protect them from direct rejection of wow. God. Yeah. And I just thought, I don't know, I think it's I think it's super powerful. The other thing that I think this is saying is that if you don't understand this parable, 
you're not going to be able to understand any parable. And it says that in verse 13. Read it from the New Living, uh, verse 13, if you don't mind. Sure. It says, Then Jesus said to them, If you can't understand the meaning of this parable, how will you understand all the other parables? So uh, it is a, it's, a par- it's a key parable. Mm-hmm. And so I think because it's a key parable, it, is, uh, it behooves us, let me say, it, it's profitable to us to really dig into this one and learn and think about it a little bit more. And so I just throw that out. If you've ever, you know, got some time and you want to get in there and, and dig a little deeper, it's one of the parables where Jesus actually says it and then explains every part of it to his disciples. And so it's a great way to kind of get a picture. And if you're ever looking at another parable and you're like, I wonder what he means by that. Go back and think about that first one he taught, Mm -hmm. and it will help you to understand some of the other ones that he doesn't explain every part of them. And the thing you got to know is every parable he told was something to help you, Mm -hmm. to minister to you. It was never meant to hurt you. And then the other thing about it is then he goes into hearing and gives a great explanation about what he means when he says, if anyone has ears to hear, let them hear. And so I think that's super powerful, too. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense that if you don't understand this one, then you can't understand any of them because it he, in deep explanation, um, tells us all the different ways that all of the gospel can hit our hearts mm. and not be taken in. Yeah. So without understanding this, how could we understand honestly, any of the Bible, because we have to understand all the different things that we have to look for when we listen to the word of God or read the word of God, because there's so many different ways that it can impact our hearts. And we want to make sure that we're we're listening to it with the open heart of the one that takes root and produces fruit. That's exactly true. And the other thing we can do is it, it arms us to know that when we hear the word, the enemy is going to come and try to steal it. Yes. That when we hear the word, that we need to not just hear it superficially, but get it deep into our hearts. Mm-hmm. We also have to be careful that we don't let the world around us yeah. choke that word out. Yes. And then the even at that point, it may be a 30-fold, 60, or 100-fold return we see on that word in our life. The other thing that, you know, and I, I'm, I'm saying this for everyone out there, uh, people that are in ministry understand this, uh, maybe experience this, maybe not understand it, but experience it more, is it's, it can be disappointing preaching the gospel sometimes because, let's say, 20 people commit their heart and life to Christ well, you know, according to this, probably only five of them will continue long-term yeah. in the gospel. Yeah. And that's hard because you're like, wow, 20 people. We baptized 17 people last weekend. That was so awesome. But the truth is that even biblically speaking, only 25% respond. And of those 25%, only one out of three will become a hundred-folder. Yeah. That person, like like the two people in the room I'm sitting, even though Nick's got his head down over there. Are you crying, Nick? Are you all right? 
You all right? Good. Um, he had his head in his hands. Um, meditating, I hope. Probably on his on phone. On the word. Probably on his phone. But anyway, moving right <laughs> along. Oh, his phone's over there. No, he was meditating. Good. Good call. But, but you know, to be a hundredfold Christian and really, you know, and I'm not claiming that I'm this or that, but I am saying that there are people who are all in, and but they're rare. Yeah. And so... That's why we should preach the gospel to everybody, mm-hmm. because uh, the results here are very clear. There are going to be some plantless seeds that are planted. There are going to be some rootless seeds that are planted. There's going to be some fruitless seeds that are going to be planted. And then there's going to be fruitful yeah. uh, seeds. All that in are the planted. same room at one all, time. Yeah, all in the same room at one time. But, and it all, it's, the word never changes. The word is the word, and it's powerful, and it's good seed. It's the heart, the ground that is always the issue. Yeah. And so, so if good. you're having trouble out there, maybe the word getting root in your heart, I would just encourage you, man, pray and say, God, I do whatever needs to be done in my heart to make the ground of my heart uh, soft and supple and ready to receive what you have to say. It's like the sun when it shines on clay, it makes it hard. But when it shines on wax, it makes it soft. So I want that to be the state of my heart. Yeah, it's so good. It's not always that way, by the way. Just so you know, sometimes I'm dealing with a hard heart or a bad attitude. Yeah, I love that it um, mentions mysteries in this passage so much. Because I, I think a lot of times mysteries can scare us mm. because we're people of understanding. We want to know every detail. We want to understand everything. Um, and it, it literally says to those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given. Mm-hmm. So like there's mysteries inside of the word of God Absolutely. that he is he's pointing us towards the truth. He's pointing us to these answers. But it's like a, it's like a process um, in my in my Bible in front of me. It calls it a unwrapping unwrapping of a gift it's like Mm. these stories these mysteries are gifts that we get to slowly understanding as we get to know the word more and as we get to know jesus who is the word like we it's a relationship where we get to slowly unveil all of these mysteries that he wants us to understand that's a beautiful picture you know part of what the word excuse me revelation means is uncovering yeah and it's almost like uh, the picture that i have from that is if Carolyn, my wife, is making green chili, which is one of my favorite foods on the whole earth, and you might not even know what that is. But I've that never is, had that. It's, Mexican, it's a Mexican dish that you put on burritos. If she's making green chili, I like to go in and take the lid off, but I do it slowly. Okay. So, that the, so that it builds, the aroma builds as it billows out of there. That's really what revelation uncovering showing mysteries that's really what happens when the word begins to and that's only me smelling it i get to do some other things i get to then taste it Mm -hmm. uh, receive it on the inside of me let it strengthen me and that food begins to become part of me. Uh, actually, part of me right now is green chili. <laughs> I mean, I've been, I'm, I'm made part of me. And that's what happens with anything you bring inside of you. Yeah. If you eat uh, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, it becomes part of you. 
And uh, that's where I think bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh and some of that wow. is coming from yeah. uh, there. So, yeah, beautiful picture there. You know, the other thing that I think that, that stood out to me here is when talking about growing seeds and th- harvest and all that, the, um, how can I put the Harvest is God's part. That, that there be something to harvest is God's part. The reaping or the taking in of the harvest or the harvesting is our part. The harvest or the growth is automatic. The reaping is not. I just noticed in mine it said, but when the grain ripens, verse 29, immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. We've got to learn to strike when the iron is hot. Sometimes fear, maybe, and you can relate to this as you lead worship, maybe, in the Vieira campus, you're going along, and man, God just drops something in your heart. The thing I would encourage you is you've got to respond to that. You've got to go with that, because if you don't, you just keep going with that song. You go to the next song. It's gone. Yeah. You've lost the opportunity to harvest maybe a word of encouragement for somebody that may change the course of their lives. And so I don't know if that's yeah. a, a thought that – and we've all done that. We've all like – I've heard it while I'm preaching. I'm going, oh, I got to get through my point. You know, yeah. I, I, I spent three days writing this sermon, you know, and you, you're like, you just keep going. Now, be careful that that when the harvest or the the thing pops up, that you, you respond to it. You, you put in the sickle immediately. It's powerful and life-giving when we do that. Yeah, because, I mean, just like in farming, if he didn't do it immediately, it would go bad. Yep. So he had to do it right then. Absolutely. You know, we uh, there's a lot of different plants like that. Some plants, like sunflowers, they're okay. They can go a long time and droop and dry. The seeds are still good because they're up in the air, not laying on the ground. But other stuff, if like tomatoes, you got to pick them when they're ready to be picked or you're in trouble with it from there. I uh the other example, other thing I thought was cool here is he talks to them about all of this stuff, and then they get into the boat to go the other side. He's talking about faith. He's talking about all these things. And as they get in the boat to go the other side, they begin to sink and freak out. It was actually an example of exactly what he'd been talking about and how they should have responded. Yep. And so that, that's why he asked them, why don't you have any faith? I just talked to you about the word and how it gives you faith. What happened? Yeah. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a minute. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone. 
So come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321 453 Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Hey everybody, welcome back. We were talking during the break a little bit about what happened to these guys. They heard the word, but then they freaked out. Well, they had a storm. And the storm was so violent that it got their full attention. The truth is, in life, storms are inevitable. Uh, They're also unpredictable, and they're impartial. Storms happen in people's lives. They can be a situational thing. It can be a relational thing. It can be an emotional thing. It can be a work-related, and we could go on and on. Storms of life are tough. 
In this case, when the disciples were facing the storm, what did they do? They panicked. What did Jesus do? He was he was asleep. <laughs> um, he he sleep is a faith statement, by the way. He he had peace. So we've got to understand that when we go through life, things are going to come up that are that are they're meant to try to steal the word from your heart. I heard a dear friend recently, a doctor told him he had double vision, said, you will never not have double vision. He turned to him and said, my vision will be restored and walked away. Two days later, his vision was restored. And when they asked him, who's your doctor? He said, the great physician. And you might think that's all like, can you do that? You can do that. And it was a great testimony. Happened just last week. God bless you guys. Have a great day in Jesus. Thanks for being with me today. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath Podcast.